I see the truth. Don't know what you're trying to prove. Come through, come through. On a late night, on a late night. I see the truth. Don't know what you're trying to prove. So come through, come through. On a late night. Need you in my corner when I'm jotting down a master plan. Need you in the morning when I feel like no one understands. Need you to remind me that I got the Okay, hello, 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 hello. Beautiful people out there. How are you guys doing? It's your girl KD. Hi. And your girl Queen B. Welcome to Another episode of Get Into It, episode nine. Nine episodes, y'all. And today's uh, main discussion is going to be, we're going to be discussing men's mental health. I mean, it's more of a broader aspect of just men's mental health, but what we are going to be discussing about the men is... Why are there so many men that are ashamed about getting mental health and about sharing about if, if they if have, they have get, get it, help, they don't like to, to share, share it like we like Not we are over, open about it. But before we get into that, we got a few hot topics. You know, I'm gonna let Queen B start it this week with her hot topic, you know. Okay, so my number one hot topic, y'all, is ASAP Rocky and Riri done had their baby, man. Yes. Y'all know I've been it's following. Congratulations to them. Y'all know I've been following and keeping y'all posted on um, Riri and um, ASAP's uh, relationship and situation, you know, as far as I'm being arrested and then, you know, um, whether it was going to birth and all that stuff. So, so yeah, um, apparently they had the baby last week. They kept that real wrapped up, y'all. Yes, because we just found out today. And y'all, it's a boy. And y'all know I'm mad because I just reported to y'all a couple of weeks ago that I thought it was a girl because we repent in Target shopping for girl clothes. <coughs> at this point, I think she was doing it on purpose. She said, yes. "Yeah, I think she was setting us up." She, too. she was outside buying the girls' clothes and really getting the boy clothes delivered to the house, mm-hmm. trying to. She she was Foolish, trying to throw us yeah, off. Yeah, she and she, and she succeeded. Because I thought it was a girl. I did. It worked. It did. But I can't wait till they release pictures of the baby. I know it's gonna be like some Cardi B and all sex type of shit when they do it, and I just can't wait. Yeah. I'm excited to see how um their young little Prince look, you know. Yeah, I'm sure he's gonna. He is adorable, though. Yeah, because both of them are. Yeah, and Both of them are very attractive um, people. So I can only imagine how cute their little boy is. But to go on to the next hot topic, y'all, we talking about Lil Meech. Little Meech, BMF co-star Da Vinci bails him out of jail for $1.4 million in cash. That's a good-ass friend. I'm sorry. I don't know if you guys know, but Little Meech was recently arrested um, um, and was uh, charged with was briefly arrested and was charged with grand theft after allegedly stealing a $250,000 Richard Milley watch. Like, I mean, honestly, I I don't understand this. I really don't. Because it's like, you got money, dog. So, like, 
Okay, the article that I read said that. And then he he didn't he he took the the watch and then tried to. Yeah, that's that's what I was about to say. The article that I read, so he didn't just take the watch and walk out the out the store with it. He he bought the watch and put a down payment on it. And the second down payment was supposed to have been made in a certain amount of time. When that time came for him to make that down payment. He didn't show up, and he didn't make the payment. Then on top of that, he took y'all. He took the watch to a whole nother jewelry store and tried to trade that watch in for another expensive watch. So like, I, I just don't understand that. Like, dude, you got money. Like, what is you doing all this for? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And um, the owners of the jewelry store where he um took the watch from made a statement on Instagram saying um saying that. You know, they're a family-owned business, and they work very hard to basically get where they are and exactly. the game. And they never have to let nobody play with them, basically. No matter who you no are. No matter who yeah. you are or how, how profile you are. Like, so they, 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 they demand in their respect. And his, I don't blame them. His co-star, Da Vinci, felt the need to get his homeboy out of prison, you know. So, Da Vinci posted a video with Lil Meech on Instagram saying he had to bail him out so they could finish finish filming season two of BMF. Later in the video, you could hear Da Vinci say that he paid the bond in cash. It is clear to say that their friendship goes beyond just being co-stars. I mean, I can say, I, I feel that way because there's yeah. no way in the world I'm paying a uh, half a million on a coworker, I'm not yeah, doing no. that. You know, I, you know, we just work together. We, we just work together. Nigga, you make just as much money as I do. I mean, for real, for real, you come for money. You know, I don't know where Da Vinci come from. You know, that's what I'm saying because ain't nobody gonna tell me that Lil Meech and his peoples don't still got no money from what his father exactly. And like I said, you come for money, dude. I don't understand you, you, that. You are well paid. You're not no broke nigga. Why are you still <clears throat> watches? Like, just go pay the rest of the watch. Exactly. You got it. Shit, your man's got it. You could have asked your man to get it. Exactly. Da Vinci paid, probably paid more than you paid more for the bill. Didn't you, you had to pay for the rest of the watch? Right. You could have asked your man to buy the money, son. He got you clearly. Like, Shit crazy. You, you doing dumb stuff, son. Do better, little Meach. I just feel like. People with his stature, people that's okay, because he's not, he doesn't have new money, but he's newly famous. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, people like him that's just smelling themselves and feeling themselves feel like they're untouchable and they can do whatever the fuck they want to do for real, you know? And I feel like that's, I feel like for him, especially. That's dumb because clearly the untouchable can be touched. Exactly. Like I said, look at your, look your father, father and uncle. Look at your father and uncle. Exactly. They they have been touched. The whole organization. Yeah, yeah like so. Come on, do better, son. Yes, please. Your 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 father made the sacrifices, so you ain't got to do this big petty shit out in the streets. Mm -hmm. Like, grow the fuck up. And pay him for his money back, because he ain't had to get you out. He really didn't. Because <laughs> I wouldn't have nigga. That'd be like, show and pose, because this nigga locked up. Well, keeping it on the same tune with men friends, uh, yeah, Queen uh, just found out some... Some news is kind of yeah. devastating to me, because I fuck with them. But y'all, it's rumors going around that the Migos might be breaking up. And these rumors come in after... Um, 
Okay, Offset, no, I'm sorry. Takeoff and Quavo announced that they were releasing a song together that didn't include Offset. You know, that was already a little old, because, like, but y'all, we used to, y'all, we used to y'all doing y'all individual right. albums, but never just two of y'all and not one. So, right. like, that already threw us off. So, of course, people go get the snooping on Instagram and all the other socials, come to find out. Offset don't even follow Quavo and take over none, none of the socials no more, which is leading us to believe that maybe he has some beef with them, which is sad to me because, like, they're not just a group. These niggas is literally related. Like, they're, like, cousins and mm-hmm. uncles and, you know, like, they're literally blood to each other. So, like... That's the sad part. Yeah, about so, me, like, yeah. it's nothing that y'all can be beefing over within this industry that's stopping you or just that's stopping you from fucking with your family. Like, come right. on, y'all. Y'all bigger than that. Y'all not gonna let the industry fuck y'all up like that. Like, nah. That's it's just crazy to me. And I love Demigos. I, I do too. I think they're you know I'm great. not real big on the new rap and stuff, but Demigos is one of the groups that I, I am fond of. I do like them. I do. So, um, y'all pray for the Migos, because I don't want them to break up. I don't either. I don't want to see that. I think I think we can get at least two more good albums out of them before. Because don't get me wrong, I don't expect them to stay there forever. Because what rock group stays together forever, forever, right? But like I said, we can get at least two more good albums out of them. So Offset, Quavo, and um, take off. Get y'all shit together. Come on, trying to get us two more, at least two more. Plan the family reunion or something. Something, yeah. Well, go on a, a, a team building retreat. Yeah. You know, work y'all, y'all issues y'all out. Yeah. Like I said, we need two more. Just two. Y'all can do that. So, you guys, on another load. Mm. <laughs> Did you hear that? On the level load. <laughs> <laughs> on the level load. Sometimes, like shit. On another note. For all you locals out there, uh, my DC natives, we have two men. Ian, is this Calendar? That's his name, right? Yeah. Okay. Ian Calendar and Kevin Scooty Holmes, both natives of DM of the DMV area, are currently working on a development in War Eight in the Anacostia area, which will soon become home to local black-owned businesses, restaurants, and creators of and caterers alike. They are calling it Sandlot Anacostia, and it will also serve as a venue to local artists and some known artists. The, bo- the both of them agree that catering to this area is much needed. They feel as though War 8 is not served by DC's hospitality as it should. They are bringing a massive shipping container kitchen, a food truck, and a trailer, and a trailer, all to be offered for free. You hear me guys, free to restaurant owners and cater restaurant owners, chefs, and caterers of color. In hopes of closing the food desert gap in War 8 and to provide more food options in the area, which is lacking. You guys, I'm excited about this. I really am. Like, we need something like this in this area. We really do. Like, every every area in D.C. has something like this except for War 8. Like, it's, it's been 
overdue time for us to have something like this for real. Yeah, um, I'm excited about it too. Like, like KD said in her little um synopsis, um, War Eight is a food desert. Like, um, it is. We have very limited access to uh, fresh produce and things like that. I mean, like, we have what two grocery stores over here. Um, Safeway and Giant, and both of them, no funny, are trash. Like, they never have anything, especially when it comes to fresh produce. Like, they're always out of stock. Like, it's just, it's not, it's not not a lot of healthy options around. It's not. And then on top of that, aside from it not being healthy options in a lot of grocery stores, it's not a lot of different restaurants to choose from from on this side either. When you get on the train and go all the way up Columbia Heights and um, Adams Morgan, it's Restaurants lined, lined the streets. You know, you to not even that. that far. Go to East Street. Yeah, that's right. what I'm about to say. Street. But as soon as you hit this 11th Street Bridge, it's, oh, it's, it's like a desert. And like they see it. Do better. Like, we do. It's never over here. But fucking McDonald's and uh, Wendy's and like fast food shit, and we. We, we deserve we, we better. We need more options. We, we do. deserve better. So and I am I think, so here for this. And I, I really think am. That this would be, you know, a, a great thing for our community. They said that um they're starting the development now, so everything should be coming to a to a close with the development process by when twenty twenty four. Okay, but it is me and KD's prayers that um they get things done. And me, per- me personally, I am going to stay up to date with, you know, the progress and everything. Because like I said, I am so for this. I really am. I can't As wait until yeah. they bring it here. And it, actually, once they start coming down here and doing development, I might go and introduce myself and offer my assistance. You, you know, know what I'm saying? Help, exactly. Yeah. You know. Because um, we haven't talked about it much on here, but I'm sure we will eventually. But me and KB got some plans for our community. And yeah. um, I feel like us and these young men had the same mindset, idea and yeah. mindset when it comes to changing things over, over on, uh, east of the river. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm so tired of this side of town having such negative connotation with it. Like, even when there's so much positivity here, we just need to spotlight and highlight and I feel like um, this these young men and their organization will help to do just that. I, I do too. I do too. That's why I, I would definitely want to meet them. Like I said, introduce myself to them and offer any of my assistance, you know, that's needed, you know. So that's that's it with me with the hot topics. You got any else anything else you wanna no, Touch bases I don't on. have any more hot topics. Um, y'all chime in the comments, DM us, let us know how y'all feel about the hot topics for this week. Yeah. Um, let us know what y'all think, Rihanna and ASAP Bang Baby. I know. Yeah. Let Let's take a poll. What you think? I think it's gonna be some wild, some type of wild name. Personally, I mean, I feel like me, we might think it's wild, but I think it's gonna have like some type, type of, of meaning, meaning yeah. some type of um. They were saying some type the, of um, you know island name. They were saying on the news this morning that they they were that they can't um combine their names because both of their names you know are Rocky and Reed. You know, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, what's his real name? Raheem, Raheem, something like that. And, um, and her first name is Robin. So yeah. Mm-hmm. 
that's that's not gonna work ever. It's not. Okay. I mean, but we never know because Cardi and Cole said they made big waves. So. Yeah, you never, like you said, you never know. These that's, celebrities, man, you know, it's like they be trying to outdo each other when it comes to David and Kids, for real, honestly. That baby's name is Mason. Okay, anyway. <laughs> so you want to start off the, um, so, um, how you feel about men? I mean, the main thing that we want to focus on is mental health because, you know, it's Mental Health Awareness Month, y'all. We still on that. But, um, I feel like when it comes to health in general, men don't take it as seriously as that. Yes, we do. Yeah, like, even even people even women like us who be like oh we rarely go to the doc- doctor we still go to the more do- to the doctor more than men do and I it's like you. what are you afraid of men let's talk about it what are you why are you against seeking medical attention or mental health attention if that's what you need if it's going to help you to succeed like and I've I've heard the excuse. The, the most common excuse I heard when it comes to um, men and like y'all not, well, especially you black men and y'all not want to get therapy. I hear a lot of y'all say, oh, I don't want to go talk to no stranger about all my mm-hmm. problems. I hear that a but lot. But why not? Why not talk to somebody who don't know you, who doesn't, you know, know the people in your life, who can give you a, a bias, I mean, a, a unbiased real opinion outlook on the shit that you want to without you feeling like they taking somebody's side because how the fuck they gonna take somebody's side mm-hmm. if they don't know nobody that you're talking about i totally agree i mean honestly i feel like <clears throat> it's not even okay have half of the men feel the way that you feel like I don't want to talk to a stranger. They don't know me. A stranger that don't know me going to help me. But then other half, honestly, are ashamed and, and scared because they are afraid of what other people are going to think about them if they find out. You know what I'm saying? For some reason, and certain men head, they feel like going to see a therapist or going to see a psychiatrist is means you're crazy. Is, or is a sign of weakness. Yeah, you know, it, it, it doesn't mean neither one of those things. It doesn't. Actually, that shows a sign of strength when you can say yourself, I need help, and I need to take the proper steps to do th- something about it, you know. Mm-hmm. To me, that shows a sign of, of strength, you know. That's not weakness. Weakness is trying to put the shit on a back burner and, and trying to move on with your life Without acknowledging something is wrong, you know. I agree. And and I and if you are one of the men that has um sought out mental health um help and um had went to therapy or whatever, like don't be ashamed or afraid to tell your friends or your cousin that you've been through that you've experienced that because your experience can might help the help next them person yes. to be like well oh if, if if homie can do it then shit I, I can do it too i can give it a try like you never know but how your experience can inspire the next person to get mm-hmm. the help that they need and like honestly i feel like for men and women I don't feel like therapy is just something that you gotta do when you going through something. I I feel feel like like, you can go to therapy just, you know, for a regular checkup. You know, like just like you go see your 
a primary care doctor and get a physical. You can go to, you can have a therapist that I you honestly, go talk to every now and then just to, you I know, honestly, do a, 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 a mental health check. I honestly feel like a therapist is good to have on your your medical roster because the therapist helps you maintain your mental health. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So if, if you go see them on a regular basis, you don't have to worry about having a mental breakdown or your mental's being out of whack or out of control or something like that. You know, mm-hmm. you don't have to worry about experiencing stuff like that. If you have a therapist and go see one on a regular basis, I, 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 that's how I feel, you know, and friends like, Friends and loved ones also, like, you know, it's it's our duty to observe our, our loved ones that's struggling and going through things. And, you know, sometimes, like we said, people are ashamed to admit that they're going through it because they feel like it's a sign of weakness or whatever. So it's our job and it's our part to make sure we observe and see when our friends and our loved ones attitudes are changing or you know they're they're you know you just see a change in them and it's it, and it sparks a concern you know what i'm saying so like i was reading this article the other day about that and it's um since, y'all know katie always reading a good article always yeah She's, they I, sending I, me articles y'all i love reading i'm y'all. a reading motherfucker because of this girl but yeah it, it but I mean, uh, honestly, I, I said that I was going to broaden my library um up to a lot of self-help awareness books and stuff like that because these articles, honestly, y'all, a lot of a lot of things that I read in this article hit home to me. But um, it's six ways you can help a loved one with depression. Um, I'm not going to read the whole article as always. We just want to go over some key points. Um, I'm gonna get to the uh, questions. And y'all let, let let us well I guess I can just I'll put the link to the article in the, in the comments. comments. Okay. So um one when you notice you know a change in your loved one or you know notice their um their attitude has shifted and stuff, it's you say it, it number one says bring up your concern with the loved one. If you notice signs of depression in your loved one, it's important to calmly share your concerns in a way that is non-judgmental. As a, um, I mean, I don't want to keep on saying these professor names and stuff. I just want to go over the thing. Okay, yeah, this non-judgmental. And it's also critical to give your loved one space to talk about what they're feeling. Listening is the most important part of beginning to help. To them talking, talk to them talking, you may start by sharing the changes you've observed recently that worries you. Like I just said earlier, when you do this, don't be critical. Just state the fact as you see them in a neutral way and pause often to give them room to respond and have and and you have to give them give them room to respond to what you have to say so in other words it's like you can you can address it to them but don't come off judgmental you know what i'm saying like don't come off like what's going on with you like what why why your attitude all change all of a sudden that's not the way you're supposed to approach someone that's suffering from depression you know yeah oh something that you um just just said that i had to learn um actually very recently 
with my main joint or whatever. She she has she suffers suffers from some depression issues or whatever. And one thing that I used to do a lot, um, like I said, that I had to change recently, is that when I would ask her, you know, like what's bothering her or what's wrong with her. I didn't really give her a chance to respond. Like, I wanted a response right, right then and there. Like, I, as I, soon as I asked her what's wrong, well. I want her to know what's wrong and be able to verbalize it to me at that moment. And she used to be like, well, I don't know. Like, I can't express it right now. And I, and in turn, I'm getting mad. And it's like me being mad it's at her because she can't express herself. It's, it's not, not helping either it's one not. of us. So I did have to learn, like, you, you cannot expect a response in your time. You have to let them respond, respond in their, their own, own time. time. And not get frustrated with them if they take too Longer long for your liking. Like. Right. Okay, two. Help, help your loved one get treatment for their depression. Somebody with depression may need help seeking care, both because of a sense of stigma or shame and because their illness makes it harder for them to manage tasks like finding mental health providers or scheduling an appointment. Suggesting that you can do these things for them reminds them, remind them of their appointment is coming up and accompanying them to the visit can help them get treatment sooner than rather than later. This is also true. And this is one thing that resonated with me. I have a really big problem with making my own appointments and, and, and seeking out the help. I, I don't have a problem with stating that I need the help and I, I, I need to get it. But when it comes to me actually doing it, you know what I'm doing saying? Doing the footwork, I have a problem with that. So I do feel like sometimes I, I come to yeah. you a lot, you know, and that's when I come to my, my sister and I asked her, can she assist me in certain things, you know? And the good thing, the thing that I like about Queen is that she is not judgmental, not when it comes to me. You know, I can come to her and I can ask her to help me with anything and she will, you know, without an issue if she can, if she knows how to do it. Even if she don't, she will look it up and search how to do it and we will do it together. Everyone, it 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 is all it is always good to have that one person in your corner that you can go to and to depend on like that. You know, it is very helpful and you know to have that person for real. It really is. And I can say vice versa. Like, <clears throat> like she said, I need help with something, and I don't know how to do that shit. Even if she don't know how to. We're going to sit down and figure this shit out together. Like, whether it's something around the house or got something to do with making a doctor's appointment or getting insurance or whatever it is, we're going to figure that shit out together. We never alone. And I'm pretty sure, even if you don't know it, I'm pretty sure each of us have a person in our in our life who, who you can lean on for support when it comes to seeking out mental health. If you don't know how to find the help, there is somebody in your life that does. And if there isn't, we do. Mm-hmm. Oh, you can always reach out to us. You like can. you say every week. No, I'm not a mental health specialist. I'm I not a therapist. I'm not a psychologist. But I have that. a listening but ear. But we have resources. And, and, I, and, and like KD said, we do have a listening ear. And whether, whether you just want to vent or want some advice, we got you either mm-hmm. way. Don't please, don't hesitate. Like, <clears throat> I'm always willing to listen and sit and talk and compare stories and like queen said we not professionals we not doctors but 
We can give advice and you never know, you might help us. You know what I'm saying? Shoot, you never know. Okay, number three, support your loved ones in their day-to-day routine. While starting treatment is a critical component to managing depression, your loved ones may still need help with their daily functioning. One good way to help may be offering to go to a therapy appointment with them to hear directly from their mental health care provider. Excuse me. You can also offer to help them with tasks that may feel overwhelming, like grocery shopping, laundry, cleaning the house, or simple suggestions you take you take oh simple suggestions. You take a quick walk around the block together to get them out the house. Anything like that. You know, uh, to get back with Queen. Like she knows when I'm going through something without me even telling her that I'm going through something. And in response to that, she'll see like say I'm in my room all day long and not getting up, not budget. Queen will get up and she'll like wash a load of my clothes or go clean up the kitchen or do anything around the house that she feel like will help me that day. You know what I'm saying? And like she said, vice versa. We do that for each other, you know. Okay, the main thing with me is like she know that if I've been in the house for two or three days, not been out my room or barely she know I'm going through something like come on we need to go outside. Go outside, yeah. Let's go to the store. We don't even need nothing from the store, but all of a sudden she needs something from the store. You know, like mm-hmm. that's just her way of getting me out the house because she knows that I'm isolated and I need to be around other people. So you it is good to have people around you who know you well. Mm-hmm. And it's good to tell new people in your life what things work for you. Like if you met somebody new, like friend, a friendship or romantically, and you expect them to be around for a while. During conversation, you need to tell them, like, you know, sometimes I might get down, but these are things that you can do you to help, to help me, out me of that. when yep. I'm feeling this way or when you think I'm down. Like, let them know so that, you know, they won't cross boundaries or so that they will be able to help you during those times. Okay. Four. We only have two more after this, y'all. Four. And before you stop, can you turn the bang off this? Mm-hmm. Okay. Four. Look for signs that treatment is working. There is lots of little ways to tell when treatment works. It will be clear in the way in the ways that you love that your loved ones look and act. As they improve, someone with depression may start making better eye contact with you instead of looking down to avoid eye contact due to feeling vulnerable or anxious. Other signs of improvement are smiling occasionally and having more relaxed and, uh, and having more relaxed instead of intense facial features, having a calmer demeanor, isolating less and interacting with people more, and eating and sleeping better. You know, so when you see those things improving in your loved one's lives, that means that lets you know that whatever it is that you're helping them out with is working. So, you know, continue to do it. Continue to encourage them to go to therapy. Continue to do everything it is to make your your friend, your significant other, your loved one, whoever that person is to you, to make them a better them, you know? Yeah, it's like... Um... 
for me, a sign that I'm doing better is I don't like clutter, y'all. So if my room is a mess and I got stuff everywhere and I'm just letting things pile up, like from dishes to fucking boxes from Amazon, just letting things pile up, then you know something wrong. But when you come in this motherfucker and shit is stylish, my bed made up, you're like, okay, be feeling good. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's me too. Because you know me, I could sit in that room and let things pile up and get a mess and people will come in there and be like, you need to clean up and I tell them to get out my face and all that stuff. But when I get to that point, then I'm like, enough is enough. You already know. Like, I, I could have the whole apartment. I'd be in here all day long and my whole apartment to be spotless. But I started what, like 10 o'clock in the morning and by 8 o'clock, everything could be clean. For real. <laughs> And it take me all day, but it'd be clean, and it make it makes me feel better. It does. It's yeah, like that's what I was about to it's say. like also, medication. You know. That's what I was gonna say. Also, if, if you are the one that's experiencing the depression, sometimes just decluttering and cleaning your space can make you feel so much mm-hmm. better, y'all. Like you don't realize it, but sitting in the dirt is like sitting in your depression. It is. It's like and you're being when, content and with when it. You yep. clean up and declutter and put your clothes away you know that you're it's like cleaning the depression away and not saying you're gonna feel a hundred percent better and all your you know sadness is gonna immediately go away but you will feel a lot better like like i said it's like sitting in your depression when you don't don't do that y'all if you're looking around your room right now and it's a fucking mess clean it clean up yeah, are you listening? To I us? can guarantee you, you will feel better afterwards. You will change them sheets, sweep that floor. I mean, you ain't even got to do your whole house. Just do your room. I can almost guarantee you, after you clean that room, change your sheets, make up that bed nice and tight, and go hop it, your ass in that shower, you will feel like a brand new person, y'all. I'm trying to tell you for real. And just starting in your room will motivate you, you to, to do, do the rest everything. of your house. And you. Y'all don't have you don't have to do it all at once. You don't. Don't get overwhelmed. Because you, you take will. your time. Take your time, man. And if you start to get overwhelmed, stop. Yep. Because who checking you? Who who you grown? It's your who, shit. Right. Who, who making you clean up? Right. You know, this is not time. a job. Right. This is something you're doing for, for yourself. yourself. Yeah. So okay, y'all. Number five is the opposite. Be alert to uh, alert of signs that treatment is not working. On the other hand, the the absence what oh the absence of any sign most likely means that one depression is not improving and may be getting worse. This is where you need to this is where you need to very gently raise the question whether they are having even fleeting thoughts of their life not being worth living. Signs your loved ones may be considering suicide includes making statements such as I wish I was dead or I wish I hadn't been born, purchasing a gun or hoarding pills, fixating on violence, death, or dying, withdrawing from social contact with others, feeling hopeless or trapped in their current situation, telling people goodbye as if they're going to disappear getting their affairs in order or giving away their belongings with no plausible explanation for doing so. If your loved one shows signs of considering or planning to take their own life, 
take step uh take steps to reduce their risk of attempting and contemplating suicide, such as make every effort to convince them to see a specialist if they aren't already and make sure to go with them to this appointment. Seek a different appro approach to, to therapy. Remove any guns from the home. Ensure they are not hoarding medication, which might be used for an overdose. If you see signs of this behavior in your loved one's in your loved one's life, uh, this treatment is an emergency and and is taking them straight to the hospital and calling. And you should call 911, pretty much. If you see any of those signs, you call 911 and get them immediately. Get them immediate help as soon as possible. Hopefully, you don't. It doesn't get that far. You know what I'm saying. It, hopefully, it doesn't. Hopefully, with the things that we went over with the first couple of steps, we won't get to number five. But if you do get to number five, please call nine one one. Please get help for your friend. Like I was saying last time, even if you're the one who I who are having these thoughts, call somebody. Yes. Call nine one one. Let them know. How you're feeling? They will send somebody immediately. They will. I know. I know. I know someone who who have called nine one one and told them that they wanted to commit suicide, and they were there in like five minutes. They were so. There are people who care about you. They are, even when you feel like there is, there's somebody that can help. Oh, seek help. Yes, please. All right, the last and final one, y'all. Make <clears throat> make a plan for recognizing a relapse. When you're in it for the long haul <clears throat> with someone who has depression, it is important to understand that depression is a chronic illness with symptoms that can flare up periodically, just like you might expect with cycle condition physical condition like heart disease or diabetes. Knowing and accepting that there will be ups and downs can help migrate any personal frustration one may experience when dealing with, with a depressed loved one. Family members or loved ones dealing with someone who has depression may want to seek out personal therapy to help them cope and adjust to the to the person's mood. Although depression episodes can go into remission with proper treatment, the potential for future relapse can take a toll on a relationship. That, that makes it important to talk to your loved one when they're in remission so that together you can form a plan for how to recognize and respond quickly when a relapse is on the horizon. Recognizing the early signs and the early signs is important in order to gently intervene. You can also encourage lifestyle habits that may help keep depression at bay, such as healthy eating and exercise habits, minimizing stress, getting plenty of sleep, limiting alcohol and drug use, Sticking with any depression treatment plan for therapy or medication. So that's it, y'all. I mean, I, I I agree with the last list of things. You know, I feel like you do need it. I feel like if you, 
if you have a healthy regimen, a healthy eating regimen, and you you don't necessarily have to have no stop down hardcore um exercise plan or nothing like that. But if you go like Queen say, go for a walk every now and then and stuff like you you never know how that can calm you and how that can make you feel different. You know. I mean, I know that um changing my eating habits and. Like it is, I said, Kitty. You like, talk about me early. Like KD said, I don't have no stomp down like workout routine, but I do go for my occasional walks and I make sure I drink plenty of water. They know I take care of myself physically, and in turn, I am better mentally and emotionally. I heard this saying, y'all, and. I didn't fully understand it when I first heard it, but now that I'm older, I kind of understand it. I was at the doctor, and the doctor simply said, if you take care of your body, your body will take care of you. And that's so true. If you take care of your body, your body in return will take care of you. Like, I I, I don't know how else you can explain that. You know what I'm saying? It's It's pretty self-explanatory, you know? Um, Your body is a temple. And you should treat it as such. It should. You you should not give put into your body things that are not good for it. Like you really shouldn't. At least not at at large quantities. Like don't get me wrong. I'm not about to sit right here act like I don't have my share of cookies and cake and candy. But we I don't, do, but overdo, I don't overdo, overdo it. it. Yeah. Like everything in moderation. And I, I honestly, I want to get better at mines, you know, like I don't, I'm not going to sit here and say that I just sit and scoff stuff down my throat all day long or nothing like that. But I do want to get better eating habits because I don't eat breakfast and I need to stop doing that. I want to eat my balanced meals, my three meals a day. I know I'm supposed to eat that. And I know it's important for me not to eat late. And not to eat junk food late. And I have a habit of doing that. I be up late at night with my little sweet tooth. And I will go and get my little ice cream and my cake and stuff. My problem is they say you're not supposed to eat late. But we stay up late. Mm -hmm. So we end up snacking and shit throughout the night. But our biggest real problem is that we need to start taking that ice to bed. bed. Exactly. Because that's that part was of one of the things to help proper sleep. Proper yep. mm-hmm. And even even right now, like I'm not I've been up since six o'clock this morning, y'all. And I'm and I'm not going to bed until well after twelve or one o'clock because I'm already I'm on here and it's already eleven. I said that's not good, but I was up at seven, so I was up an hour after you. So So, yeah, like that's not like Ad said, it's not good. Like we need to get proper rest. We really do. We all want to live long lives, but we want to stay up all day. It ain't cool. And treat our bodies like like trash. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we see them posts online. Uh, oh, I, I, um, elder, elders turning a hundred and six, and all. I want to be one of he, those. He be like, yeah. I want to be like them. Not, not eating like that. Not, not getting no sleep. Mm-mm. Not stressing yourself out over that job that ain't doing shit for you. Not, not going for a walk at least once a week. Like you don't even know what using your legs feel like. Like, come on, y'all. <laughs> yeah, I agree.
Like you said, like Queen said earlier, we got to do better. That's it and that's all. And we're not just talking about y'all. We're talking about us too. You know, we 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 starting it, but we can do better. You know, like we, we can do better. We can. Def- we definitely can. Eat your fruits and veggies. Our parents wasn't allowed when they used kids. So they said they mm-hmm. <laughs> They weren't. We thought they were. We, we thought, thought we they just wanted us to eat their nasty food. Yeah, we thought they was just being mean and petty. <laughs> but they really are good for us. You know something that I want to do is I um I say um recently that now you can take some type of genetic test. I, I think test I know what you're talking to, about. Um, to see what you're to see allergic what you to, allergic to and what you're sensitive mm-hmm. to. And, stuff. and I really want to do that. And because is, so much stuff be making me sick, y'all, and I'd rather just know what it is so I can stop eating. It's this other commercial that I keep seeing on um, TV about, I don't know if it's, it's, it's a dieting um, app or whatever, but you're supposed to take an assessment and it tells you why you have poor eating. Yeah, yeah, yeah why, where that. your bad habits come from, mm-hmm. yeah. I wouldn't mind taking that assessment, I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't either. Because I'm pretty sure my poor eating habits is my mother. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. I, I, I love you, Mom, but you the reason. Mom gets up at, what, 2, 3 o'clock in the morning, going to the kitchen, eating cinnamon buns and shit. Yeah, I definitely got it. Genetic. Mm-hmm. It's hereditary. I mean, we ain't going to leave Daddy out either. Yeah. Because Daddy has a sweet tooth on him, too. Ask the people to make him whole pies and shit. <laughs> but, um, for my people who don't like breakfast or who don't, because I know one of the reasons I don't eat breakfast is not because it's just something about eating as soon as I wake, wake up, up that yeah. don't sit right with mm-hmm. me. Like, I need to live like, my life for a couple hours before I eat. But I will drink something. Smoothies, y'all. Smoothies is the answer to when you first wake up and you, you know, you're like, I need to eat something, but I don't want to eat shit. Go blend you up some fruits and vegetables, put some honey in and drink that shit. Yeah, I like smoothies, but I, I still, I can't eat smoothies every, drink smoothies every day, though. Yes, you can. Mm-mm. It's like a meal replacement. You don't drink it at the same time every day. Like, sometimes you drink it for breakfast. <laughs> yeah, switch it up. Sometimes you do a smoothie bowl and you put some, you know, some shit on top. Yeah, of it. I, I I like those. I do with the granola and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do like those. All right, Queen, I'm gonna let you take over a uh, sex talk this week since I always, All you know, right. look up the topics and the questions and stuff. I'm a, since it is her favorite, you know, segment, exactly. why not let her do it? Um, please, y'all, submit y'all sex talk questions. Yes. I'm a, um, I think I'm going to do a little anonymous Oh, you know what? For y'all. I, I will even go as far as why not submit a sex story for us, y'all, so we could we could you know read it on our um, podcast and we can discuss sexy it. Sexy confessions, yeah, sexy confessions. How about we do that? Yes, 
Yes, inboxes, email us. Some of y'all sexy confessions. Some of y'all sex experiences. Some real, um, some interesting, some more interesting shit to talk, talk about. Yeah. Doing sex talk. Because. You know, different scenarios y'all might have found yourself in, you know? Because, I mean, y'all never know. Maybe me and KD have some similar stories. Maybe. And they can tell, but we don't know what y'all want. Yeah, right. If y'all ain't telling us what y'all do, y'all gotta let us know. Okay, we new to uh, what's what's Migos? Migos. So them little things popping up that mean people liking us. I don't know. I I was I'm thinking so, but um, if if you are, please add us on Migos because I. It, it looks like we're getting a little love on yeah, it. it does. So, um, I hope that's what it is. If that's the case, thank you. Yes, Mito. thank you. And, um, hey, Harry Smith, I see you out there. And we'll be back next I will show. wave to you, but we we at a distance, you know. Our mother is our faithful um, viewer, y'all. Our mother and... um. What's your, with your girl? This I love Shay. Love Shay, yeah. Yeah, we ain't on IG night tonight, yeah. I'm gonna have to tell you, love Shay to join us on Miko if it's you gonna, like this. You gonna have to just send her an invite, yeah. Or, um, oh, I, she did start liking our Facebook page last week, so maybe next time I'll, mm -hmm. you know, send, send her, her an invite to the Facebook, Facebook yeah. so she can join this. Love Shapey always in our head. She show us so we much love. love. Yes, we really do. Thank you, Love Shay. Even though you're not on here tonight, we know you will be, you know. So, um, okay. It's not it's not listed, but I'm kinda like this. Mm hmm So y'all know that um people got a lot of fetishes out here. And people will literally pay for anything. So, what is a, a sexual fetish that you are willing to participate in in order to get paid? Like, if you had to, like, you know, I mean, the only that's or, what I was about to say. The only thing that I probably will be willing to do is feet, but my feet are ugly, so so you can't do that. You have to do it with something that you can I, make. Uh, take pictures of my knees. They got people. They got that, I, like like you, you never know. They probably got people with. Elbow fetishes, or you know, back fetishes, anything that's not showing none of my private area, then I'll do that. Yeah, I would. I'd be a finger fetish, I'd stick I my finger inside things. Maybe, maybe you could do hand models, I'd rub my finger up and down the cucumbers. Inside of um, peaches, that's and why shit. I said I stick my finger <laughs> in and out of shit. Yeah. You know, I do all of that, yeah. I'm pretty sure you can make some money off of that. We should look into it. <laughs> For real. I wanna I actually want to ever since I watched that fucking show, um what the fuck is the name? You know Euphoria. Ever since I watched the first season of Euphoria and that bitch was in high school getting bread, KD, off of Demeaning people. Yeah, I gotta um, like watch she that. was um, catch up on that. All she did was you know dress up in her little sexy outfits, and then she'd get online and like 
call these motherfuckers pieces of trash and fat pigs and yeah, stuff People like that. And they would get they they pay her. I literally was watching my six hundred pound life one time, and this lady on there had uh, um fat only page, page only page, page, only page, page. page. she was the six hundred pound. Yes, and they were they were paying her to watch her eat. To watch her lift her stomach up and shit and put shit in it. Like, yeah, they paid for all of that. And it, it looks disgusting, but she was getting paid for it. That's how she was literally paying her bills. Like, she did not have to leave the house because they paid for to watch her live, basically. Listen, I'm about to go give me my little masquerade mask and a couple of the Savage X Fendi outfits. And I'm gonna and find me some niggas to, to dominate on my Alright, and you gonna start your and domination. You gonna I'm gonna do my own job. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Stop fucking some peaches and everything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We about to get this shit popping. Mm-hmm. Let us know if y'all wanna get it on this right. industry. Y'all wanna come to our OnlyFans page and see y'all um It's gonna be on um, KBTV after dark like shit. <laughs> after dark like shit, yes. <laughs> um Okay. Do you have a fetish? A fetish? I don't. I don't think I do. At least I don't. I don't. I don't have a fetish. You don't. I would. I wouldn't call it a fetish. I'm kinky. I have kinks. Like you know, I like calling my partner daddy and shit. Like yeah, that, that's not like not a fetish. fetish you know. Like so, you don't. You don't want to get whipped. You don't like getting beat. Choked. I mean, I don't mind it, but I don't. You don't prefer that. Yeah, yeah, you don't don't have to have it in order to. I mean, but yeah, I I don't mind a little spanking. I don't mind a spank, but I don't want nobody getting no whips on or no paddles or none of that. I don't don't need none of that. I only use the little flogger. Thing. What them little fan out things? Yeah, I probably that. use that, but that is as far as I'm going. For real, it is. I'm not getting no paddle whips and none of that. Okay, I'm, is bondage a fetish? Cause I like that. If if it, 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 I feel like it's only a fetish is if you need it. You know what I'm saying? Like if I mean, you need I don't every need single to time, be yeah. every time. But I like. Would you pay for it? Would I pay for it? No. You wouldn't pay for a person to tie you up and do and put a mouth guard in your mouth. No. You wouldn't pay for that. So it's not a fetish for you. Because I, I feel like my partner to do it. I, I yeah, that's what I'm saying. I feel like it becomes a fetish when you're actually when you're in a relationship, but you go out and pay for a person, another person to that's do those Well, maybe I got my definition of a fetish wrong. Yeah, there. I think that's an addiction where you gotta get outside you gotta go outside of your relationship or your you know situationship just to get that thing for, for, just to get that need fulfilled and you pay for it that's an addiction that's crack baby yes. <laughs> but a fetish is just you know like extra kinky shit that you into and I mean if bondage is a fetish then well, I guess I bondage is your fetish man. I, I, I don't have a fetish I don't think I just like to be fucked real good. For real. I mean, that's it. Yeah. I mean, I'm a little freak. So, um, you know, this is always an ongoing debate. And, you know, I don't know why, because people like what they like. But do you have a preference when it comes to your partner's um, 
hues? Like, do you prefer shaved or not shaved or trimmed down? Like, what you like? I mean, I'm not gonna say I don't have a preference because I think it's weird if, if they're they shaved. Yeah, I mean, I only been with one person that didn't have no hair down there, and it was weird. It, it, it because of who the person was, I kind of expected that. Yeah, okay. You know what I'm saying? But I, I don't think that I would have been okay if it wasn't if it was somebody else. You know what I'm saying? So, so the, I mean, but I don't want it to be like buckwheat down in so, so the private area needs to match the person, in other words. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah. So I mean, and because he already told me it was no none down there before okay. we did it too. So you were well prepared. I was prepared. Yeah, but still, when you seen it, was it still weird? When I seen that, I was like, I can't believe this nigga really did this. <laughs> Like, I, I'm not even straight, but, but I, I was about to say, but it's different with you. But listen, you're a female, listen, you're like female. I'm not even straight, but I feel like as a man, it's childish for you not to have no hair down there. Like, That's childish. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, you know who I was talking about, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> he was childish. <laughs> so, you, you gotta keep it, like you said, keep it trimmed down. Like, I don't want no... Bush as yeah, like, I don't yeah, I don't keep need it, buckwheat down there. Keep you it can, clean. You can manscape, yeah. you know, but keep I don't it trimmed need and you know, neat and shit, but not bold. Yeah, I don't need like to be as bald. a man, yeah. you shouldn't be walking around. Talk about that childish <laughs> with bed balls and shit. Like, nah, come on. Son. Looking like a three year old. Looking like a toddler out here. Don't do that to yourself, man. <sighs> yeah. Uh, now ladies. It's kind of the opposite it's of different. that. Yeah. I, I'm not saying you got to be bald either, which I don't mind if you are. But please keep it very, very low if you want me to give you head because I'm not about to keep having to pick your pubes out my mouth <laughs> <laughs> and, and out my teeth. And, you know, I got to open bush gardens <laughs> to get to the clip. Like, no. Nah, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I think dudes... Some dudes feel the opposite from that. Not saying that they want hair on in their mouth, but I think I think some dudes. So, so what are you saying, guys? If, if I is right, please chime in. I think some dudes like a hairy down there. Why do you think? That? I just do because okay. I'm not going to say that I never shave or nothing like that, but I I don't I I trim. I don't like shaving because it makes me itch. It gives me bumps. And I don't like walking around scratching my private area looking like I got something. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so instead, I would take scissors and I will like, like I said, trim. trim or whatever. But it still be a full okay, thing yeah, that's, If but, you're trimming it, then I don't have to go through Bush Gardens, Katie. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I didn't say, I just said, I'm not saying you have to be bold. I'm just saying, keep it neat. Like, I don't need all of that commotion. Like, I don't understand. Maybe that's why dudes can't ever find the click because they like the head that's in the way. <laughs> <laughs> and they be stuck in the way. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> Y'all like it the wrong shit. I guess. <sighs> not sucking on here, though. 
I'm mad I ain't got no more tea. Yeah, that tea was bomb. I drank too fast. I keep lifting my Me cup too. and sipping this little. And it ain't even no little sip left because I've been sipping all out. That shit was good. That shit was very good. Shit. My second order to do another tea night next week. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we got that tea from daddy. So, oh, yeah, we going to be. Yeah, we can. Oh, yeah. while well, I look for the next question, KD can tell y'all about our. Okay, so our week. special guest next week to end out um Mental Health Awareness Month. It's going to be our father, William Tate. You know, he is um very vested in that um field of work because he has um been he has uh worked as a mental health counselor for over twenty years, so we're going to have him on our show and ask him a few questions about how he got started, different questions based on the things that we've been going over um our last ep- last two episodes and stuff. So please turn in tune in next week so you can check out our first interview with our dad. It's going to be really exciting. Yeah, it it's is. Fun. Our dad is not only very um knowledgeable in the midst of health. He's very funny. Actually, yes, he's a comedian. He's very funny. You guys he are going to love him. Y'all are. Alright, so next question. Have you ever had a fake orgasm? Yeah. <laughs> Damn, she had to think about that. I didn't. Like, I did I multiple people? Yes, several times. <sighs> okay, well, with the same person several times because at what point do you stop faking and yeah, just stop no, having I'm sex not going to say with the same person several times, but okay, so it has been times where it wasn't that good and they were taking too long. So you know, I you know I don't know about faking so they can get the fuck off. Yeah, you know <laughs> that's why I say I don't know about females. But I know with a dude, it's like when to certain dudes, when you get loud and make it seem like they hitting that shit right, that makes them even more, you know, ready to bust. You know what I'm saying? So I do whatever I need to do to get you to that point so you can get the fuck off me, you know? And I've had to do that a few times. I'm not going to say a rock of times, but it's I've had more, yeah. than, mm-hmm. more than twice. Yeah, and it wasn't all the time with the same person. City boys but down a thousand. Sometimes, sometimes, and because, and I know I'm not the only female that can say that have, you have been in a relationship with a man that has good sex, but it has been sometimes that the sex wasn't like it should be. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, sometimes I had to fake it in a relationship. You know, it's what it is. Not in my current one, and I'm not just saying that because he walked my wife. But I'm, I'm, I have not had to do that in my current relationship. At least not yet. <laughs> but we going on over twelve years now, so you know. That's true. Yeah. I mean, I had to. I, it. I mean, so you talking about some damn to me? I ain't had to hesitate, but you did it too. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. I mean, not not a lot though. So, because how many times have you have done it? I'm gonna say maybe, maybe twice because it was two different people. Yeah, because if I'm fucking a bitch and I'm not liking you know something that's going on 
I'm gonna just be like, nah, let's do something else because I'm not. I'm a. I want to come too, bitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're not gonna be the only one to walk away from this situation satisfied. So we gonna switch positions or do something else so both of us can get what we came here for. Like, right. I'm not about to keep faking. I mean, with my current um relationship, I it don't. I don't. I, I I just had to think about it. I don't have to fake it. I'll let him know. Nigga, I didn't come. Like, you want to have to do something to make me come. I, yeah, I would let him know that. the person I'm currently yeah. having sex with, yeah, there's no, there's no need to fake anything because I tell her, like, what are you doing? I'm, <laughs> Not what are you doing? I didn't finish. I don't know about you. You use the fingers and everything. Yeah. What are you doing? Excuse me. Can you come in? I don't know what that was. I guess. Alright. How much you think? Two more? No, two or three. It's only 1117. I'm ready to go tonight. Let me, well, we see how long you take after. Alright. What's your favorite sex scene from a movie? Oh, that's something to think about. I know mine, and I'm toxic, y'all, so don't judge me when I well, tell yours first, because I don't, I got to think about what's mine. Um, the Jody and the bad kid say, oh, baby boy. I beat slacker. <laughs> I guess, really. <laughs> Only you, yeah. I said I'm toxic. <laughs> I guess, yeah. Uh, I, I really, and that's really something to think about. You know, I didn't see so many movies. That, so many that, sex that movie also has my most disliked sex scene in it too, because Snoop Dogg tried to rape Shivaji. That wasn't a sex scene though, because then he didn't go through <laughs> it, with it. It was almost a sex scene. <laughs> he didn't go through and with I it. And I didn't like Snoop Dogg for about six months because. Of oh, you could do that, but when I do it, but you didn't like Naomi Campbell for Naomi Campbell for twenty five years. Whatever. Because double who died? standard. Because who died? Double standard. Because yeah. she set JC up and and got uh uh what the fuck is his name? Torres killed on New York Undercover. Listen, she hated. She, I, I think she low key still don't like that. She be making little Whatever. faces. You see her on television. No, I don't have a favorite sex scene. Like, nothing is coming to mind. For real. That's why you watch too many movies, then. Right, I do. And maybe you haven't watched it. <clears throat> to have a favorite sex scene, mm-hmm. right? Only one that keep on popping in my... I, maybe that is it. Because it keeps popping in my head. It's uh, Holly Berry and... Um, uh, the monster the, yeah, that uh, Thornton do, and that's only because this shit looks so fucking real. You know what I'm saying? Like, it really looked like they was fucking for real. It really did. Like, I, I kind of slightly believe it was <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for yeah. real. Billy Bob Thornton, that, ain't that his name? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, who used to really think like look like they was fucking. It's not a movie, but fucking Ghost and Angela on. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, really, they really was getting in there. They and they <laughs> fucked every episode, y'all. They did. Like in that last season, I was like, okay, we get it, y'all. Fuck you, right? Y'all please got y'all stop. like fucking each other. God please damn. Do not please stop. <laughs> Like, it was like fucking was they story. <laughs> what else are y'all doing? All y'all 
conversation was bothering you. Please stop. No, for real. Cause it was annoying. Oh as my fuck. goodness. You know, with you. But no, but power <laughs> got a way of annoying me when it comes to the sex shit. Because you know who else be fucking annoying me? Um, what the fuck? Drew and his little funny looking basketball player boyfriend. Oh um, yeah, they they are annoying. Like they y'all are. be wanting to fuck at the worst times. And, 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 me, and the boyfriend is a snitch. And they don't look good together. Like they could have they could have did better with Drew boyfriend. They really good. Not saying he is ugly. They, they just, just don't look good together. together. Yeah. They they get on my nerves too. I ain't gonna lie. I I love the show, but they get on my nerves. And y'all know I'm usually rooting for the gay cup, but not them motherfuckers. At this point, kill the boyfriend. It's almost like no. You know what show? I know we get off topic, so I don't even find another question. But you know what show? They used to blow me, like literally blow me when I see them two together. Fucking scandal. With Olivia in that damn oh president, the president. Yes. yes. I stopped watching the last season. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, they not seriously yeah, they exactly. trying to do this, bro. Yeah. This man said that dad. everything. And they still like, come on, man. That shit fucking they blew me. It's like, I go watch the whole episode. And as soon as I see the scene with them two together, like, I'm like, this shit the off. fuck, <laughs> dog? Not <laughs> this shit, again. For real. Like... That shit, yeah, they was annoying as fuck. Like I said, I didn't even watch the last season because what? I I watched half of the last season. I did not finish the last season of Scandal. I was just too annoyed with it. I really was. All right, this one not really a sex question, but more of an intimacy question. But like, what's something that your partner do in public? Okay, well, I mean, he always hit me in the ass, which I don't have ass, and I complain about it all the time, but I do kind of like it a little bit, <laughs> but no, and it's not even nothing that he do to me, it's like, when he's walking in front of me, he, you know he's not already, he's already not that big, but he's taller than me, and when I'm looking at him, he got like these broad shoulders and stuff. And honestly, it does something to me when I you look at him like wall. that. Yeah, I'm like, oh, he looks so good. <laughs> <laughs> For real. That that does something to me when I see him walking and his shoulders just, you know, moving and shit. And I never knew that the littlest things like shoulders could send chills or, you know, do something to me, but it does. When I look up at him, like I said, and he walking in front of me or whatever, and I'm looking at him, I'm like, oh, look at my boobs. Yeah. <laughs> what about you? It's like uh, touching me in any way. I guess, like, that's one of my... Um, love languages like you know, like I said, grabbing my hand or walking up behind me and wrapping her arms around me, you know, mm-hmm. or kissing yeah. my forehead. Yeah, you know, like my that. partner is not like not that. affectionate. Yeah, he's not affectionate, but. Okay, I do, I ain't gonna say it, it turns me on, but I like it when he like sees something on my face and be like, let me get that. That I, 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 I don't know why, but I'm like, oh, he can't buy that. I like that. I, I like that too. I get that. Okay, okay. 
Do you like the gutter? Do I like the gutter? I mean, I, for a little while, but I can't stay like that all night. I get like I have to get out of your brace. I gotta be in my own space after a while. For real, I can't stay like that all night. After a while, I we feel hacked. trapped. Yeah, I'm hacked. I feel trapped. For <laughs> real. I, I, that I mean, I can lay close by you all night. The room, nice and cold. That's the only thing about our queen size bed, because you know we went from having a full size bed to, I mean, a king size bed. So when we were in the full size bed, we slept closer together, so we didn't have to cuddle for me to just roll over and feel him next to me. You know what I'm saying? But in this king size bed, it's like we got our own bed. Yeah, it's like. I got my own bed. He got his own bed. For real, honestly. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. I, I, that's I. I don't mind sleeping close to him. Oh, okay. I just don't need him to have his arm wrapped around me. You know. Because yeah, I fuck around and think my boot not in the bed no more. Like, what the fuck? Why is it so much space? Mm-hmm. I, it took me some time to get used to the um the size of the bed though, because like I said. I was so, and I am, you know, he don't mind having his own space, but, <laughs> but I was so used to being, sleeping close to him, you know what I'm saying? Um, I want to continue with that type of thing. Do you, um, prefer to sleep in the new or like Sometimes, yeah. I mean, it depends. Like, for one thing, I sleep as negative from hot, and I can't get cool. I'm like, I'm not sleeping in no clothes for real. But like, or if me now, okay, he would would mind me sleeping negative from trying to, you know, do it or turn them on. But you know me, I'm extra. I want to put on some cute shit, lingerie and stuff, and then if after we finish doing what we doing, I, you know, stay naked and not put my clothes back on, I can do that or whatever, but, yeah, for the most part, I, I, I like to have on at least, like, a t-shirt or something, you know, but I will sleep naked every now and then, I will. Yeah, I like, I prefer to sleep nude, the only time I'm putting on some clothes, especially if I'm, you know, got somebody I'm sleeping with. <clears throat> Only time I'm putting on some clothes to go to bed is as a sign, like, we not doing nothing. Okay, it's letting them know. Yeah. Don't touch me. I'm going to sleep. That's, if I put on some strokes and a t-shirt. Now, that's one thing I can't do. It, and he say that, he say that's because I'm a freak and I'm always on ready. But I don't like sleeping in shorts or pants. I if I, if I'm going to sleep in something, it got to be like a t-shirt, a nightgown, something that's not constricting my but I don't even like sleeping in drawers. You know what I'm saying? It, I mean, I don't like underwear in general, so I get it. So, I, it's just like at night time, especially when I when I freshly get out the shower, I like my shit to air out freely. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's very rare that I sleep with anything. Like I know, I know what you I know that. I'm your sister and we live with each other, so I know you don't like sleeping with clothes on. That goes back to my you know, I'm staying for a couple weeks, so even not. Whatever. Maybe you wouldn't know so much about what I do. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway, 
like I said, it depends on how I feel, whether or not I'm going to sleep with no clothes on. Or like I said, sometimes when I take a shower, sometimes when I get out the shower and I um come in the room with just my robe on, and I tell myself I'm putting on some clothes once I dry all the way off, but I don't end up putting on no clothes. And I sleep naked that night, you know. Look <laughs> this. All right, last nice one. What's your favorite sex toy? <clears throat> I mean, I don't currently have on one right now, but I would love to yeah, have a hands-free, you know, a hands-free sex toy that um focuses on my clitoris area. I don't need nothing for penetration because I have a man to do that. You know what I'm saying? All I need is clitoris stimulation and I I want to find a nipple vibrator too. I, I know it's some out there. I just got to find me one. <laughs> so y'all, if y'all know of any, put it in, you know, comments, let me know, give me some recommendations for some nipple vibrators. Yeah. What's yours? My favorite sex toy currently is Rose. Oh, that rose! I forgot you um got one yeah, of those. I told y'all about that. Get you one. Hmm, get you one. one. Get you yeah. one. And they they not that expensive, right? They not. And they Oh yeah, I I feel like most toys are though, aren't they? They should be if they not. Most toys are waterproof, I think. Some and other, but um, a toy that I want to try when I um find somebody worthy hmm. is um. You see them drinks, you know, the uh, they vibrators. You put them in your panties, but your partner can't control it. Oh, not. yeah. Mm-hmm. Or they got ones with remote controls, mm-hmm. too. Yeah. yeah. And it was to sit perfectly in your drawers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, did you see the one? It, I don't know if it's hands free, but the suction cup on it looks like it makes it stationary or whatever. But they got like a suction cup um around it, but inside the suction cup is a tongue. Oh yeah, I want I that. want one of those. I'm like I can only imagine how that probably feel. Yeah, for real. Listen, too good. Oh, <laughs> uh, look up the uh, inspirational quote to close this um. out. So, uh, y'all. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Let me tell y'all what y'all can do to make sure that y'all don't miss on next week's episode. Follow us on Instagram. Like us on Facebook. Um, Shit, add us on Miko now. Mm, Right. Miko's popping. Um, Follow us on Twitter. Y'all tell me what I'm supposed to be tweeting, because I don't even know what y'all like to talk about over there. Maybe we can have sex talk over there. Let me know. Yeah, man. Um, bye, Caterflower. Bye, K, um, KBTV merch. Buy my books. Yeah, right here, both of them. Set the names. Give them the titles. Uh, Growing Up Lesbian, Part 1 and 2. Law and Quiche. Get them. Add them to your library. Y'all, all y'all got to do is click the link in our bio, and it's going to take y'all to all this. We make it so easy for y'all. We appreciate y'all for watching. We really do. Episode 9. Even the ones that ain't here yet, we appreciate y'all in, 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 in advance. Episode 9 is in the books, y'all. I, well, I could just quote episode 9 is in the books.
And um, what that mean? We got three more. Oh, uh, no, three more. Three more episodes for this season. So um, let us know what y'all want to see next season. How we can improve. You know, we always open to suggestions. We appreciate all the love y'all give us. We do. <clears throat> this is a piggyback off of our um, mental health discussion we had earlier. So you guys, surround yourself with people who are only going to lift you higher. Facts. That's a good Leave all the negative naysayers in the way. Focus on the motherfuckers. That's about encouraging, uplifting, uplifting and, you, and bettering your their self along with you. Like we said, thanks for watching. You know it's the show over because they be coming in here making exactly. it. Exactly. We love y'all. Love you. Have a good night.